And welcome back to the Engage 8 podcast. Here with the biggest Colorado fan in the planet Earth, we got Robbie Elliott. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? As you can tell, you know, I'm the biggest Florida State fan. Obviously, I have to have the sunglasses, too, because, you know, it's it's warm in Florida. It's actually warm up here in Michigan as well. But talking about a college football weekend, I really did not expect from in any sort of means at all. Not uh, it, man, this was I, this was one week one that I don't think I'll forget for a while. This this is probably the craziest college football has ever gotten in a while. It, I mean, we talked about it before. This is the year of parody. This is the last year of normality before 100%. there is a new normal. 100%. It's, I mean, every week now there's going to be something to expect, something to anticipate. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get into the first game. Let's get let's get to the team that's on my head. Let's talk that's about fair. Florida State versus LSU. What did you see from that game? What didn't I see? Um, <laughs> I, so to if start I, before before we go, I had yeah, an yeah. LSU hat. Uh, he was prepped. He yeah. Was... <laughs> so to start off, man, I mean, first play of the game, you know. It brought me right back to actually TCU, Michigan. When Donovan Edwards went for like 70, got stopped, I'm like, oh gosh, like here we go, right? I mean, Florida State definitely had the hype, but LSU was definitely projected to win. They don't just put a team at five for no reason, right? I mean, right after that, it was just like LSU gets stopped, and all of a sudden, like here we go, like this thing's going to turn around. And I mean, it was back and forth for the first half. Jordan Travis looked a little shaky, but we are starting to see, you know, the star emerge and Keon Coleman. And then the second half, man, I just, I was blown away. That receiving room, I'm going to, I'm going to put this take out. We're going to get this thing started hot. I have a genuine question and an honest to God take. I think the Florida state wide receiver room rivals or is not might be better than the Ohio State receiving room. And that is all due to the play of Jordan Travis, as well as how much Keon Coleman has developed, as well as Wilson and Bell. I mean, those two had great games too, but Keon Coleman, man, 6'4", 215 pounds. He literally looks like the best receiver in college football. Yeah, which is terrible for me personally. Right, I got right, right. So this is going to come out every week. I won this shirt from a giveaway uh from the msu msu chief of propaganda shout out odell Bratton jr You're supposed to hook me up with some michigan michigan state tickets so hopefully we can get you some good coverage from there but i mean coleman like it, it's it's hard it's it's a little painful to see i i wish nothing for the best for him honestly this is gonna put him in a better spot to get drafted he's playing with an amazing phenomenal quarterback that you know he's he's in the heisman race right now like there's nothing about it. We'll get to some other people that are definitely in the Heisman race in a, uh, in a few minutes. But I mean, like this, this Florida State team looked honestly like really good. And even on defense, like the way they were just able to play, like, yeah, they had a couple slip ups here and there, but they were aggressive. They made tackles in open field like Jane Daniels only had a couple runs. LSU was not able to run the football whatsoever. And they, their passing was definitely limited throughout the game. I mean, Daniels did good statistically, but there was times at the games where, like, Jaden Daniels couldn't even get a pass off. Like, the only player making plays on in that game is Brian Thomas. Brian Thomas was honestly probably the biggest bright spot for this LSU. Right, 100%. I mean, dude, that defense had, what, three, four down stops? I mean, yeah. 
Brian Kelly, you know, he thinks he could, he goes for it on fourth down against Alabama and, you know, taking your points doesn't pertain to the guy, but still like that defense has to show up. Those are big moments. Yeah, that, fourth that's down. like <laughs> that, that kills your momentum as a team too. Cause oh you're, you're gosh. the defense now. And instead of having a security blanket, you gotta, you're playing like no holds barred out there now. And like, yeah. you, you have like something to really lose before before having a little bit of a cushion and being like, okay, you know, like that game probably projects different according to script. If you take your points, obviously, like I a hundred percent agree. But then again, you also just like, I don't think it did. I, it didn't matter, man. I mean, going 31 Jordan Travis. Yeah. Jordan Travis. I mean, Honestly, the like other than maybe Caleb Williams, the greatest off script player in college football, like no oh, doubt about it. 100%. Anytime he gets outside the pocket, something crazy is about to happen. But I think this game really showed that like he's developed so much as a quarterback where a lot of his throws to Keon or as a lot of his throws to Johnny Wilson, they, they were on script like those were designed plays yes. like that. Yes. That was the whole point of those plays to get those guys in positions to make plays. And I mean, you saw like. This team, the sky's the limit for this team. They they don't play a team probably it's national as, as good as LSU. Maybe North Carolina. Like, North Carolina is definitely good enough. But, like, Clemson, I mean, we saw, which, we'll shout, get out to me, shout out to me getting the upset pick of the let's week. Go, let's go. <laughs> we're one and oh. And, you know, we, we might, we're going to go, we're going to go 14 and 0 in our upset of the week's picks this year. And we're going to run some hot takes. We're, yeah. And we're going to get them right. Too. We'll get, we'll get to that. What? Uh, we'll probably get to we'll get to the week two preview show sometime later this week. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You know, like I mean, I like Trey Benson out of the backfield too for this team as well. Like he he didn't do too much until they were started going the two back sets and like they finally like got it going. Like they finally started rushing the ball. I mean, they finished with four point four uh yards per carry. Like. As a team, that's not that bad. Travis, I mean, he's able to run the ball. We all know that. We all know his ability to, once he's outside the pocket, he is, is just going to make a crazy completion or he's going to take off and use his, yeah. use his feet. Okay. So this is a – It was eye This was a shocking result. I think this – I thought a blowout for – or not a – I mean, I guess you say it's a blowout. It's a three-touchdown game. But the way they did it, it's not what the result was. It's how they got to that result. Yeah, it was emphatic. It was just eye-opening to the entire country. A lot of people argue that, you know, LSU was put at number five because you got to give respect to the SEC, right? Oh, SEC teams, they got to have all these ranked, high-ranked opponents. I didn't I didn't buy that, man. LSU beat Alabama last year. Like, it's Alabama. I don't care what you say, how weak, how good. It's it's Alabama. You get, you beat Nick Saban, man. It's It's legit. They had a good season. Every reason to talk about the fact that, you know, Jaden Daniels coming back for what his 10th year in college football, like that always helps. And there was reasons to think that this team was going to be pretty good. Maybe. Yeah. Obviously number five, a little too high, but this was legit when this isn't just some fluke team. Florida state is here. Legit. They are here. They are legit. Hey, the call during the game. If 22 is on four, it's going to four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that kid. I can't even. He's a Blinkatoff finalist. Right? Yeah, He's like I mean, he uh, Marvin Harrison did not. We'll get into some Ohio State talk, but Marvin Harrison did not show up, or no, I don't think anyone on the as Ohio of right State. Now, as of right now, it's Keon Coleman and whatever receiver you want to pick on that freaking Colorado team is those or are, or Washington. Oh, One of the Washington kids are going to fit bro. They went. Yeah, there's so much to talk about, but this yeah. game did not disappoint, man. Keon not at dog. all. 
Jordan Travis, dog. Johnny Wilson, dog. Even though he had some trouble catching the football. Yeah, still- I mean, th- there was a call. He had two. He had two crucial drops, but I mean, he was still able to be a big part and be a consistent 100%. weapon. And I was happy to see that Jaheim Bell got it going later in the game as yeah. well, getting a receiving and a rushing touchdown. Gotta be hard, man. Think about it. These these three players, Johnny Wilson. Uh, Keon Coleman and Jaheim Bell, they were the best players on their teams, respected teams coming into this season. Right. All three of them, and now they're in one room with one quarterback. And honestly, they all still look like the best players. And the defense, man. The defense is great, too. I mean, Lundy, Verse. I really... Verse looked incredible. Yeah. I mean, this team is awesome like there's nothing really much else to say and i mean we'll we'll talk about the acc more but like who i mean obviously we got to still roll with the fact that you know louisville's gonna be playing him in the championship yeah 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 i mean they they had a scare on thursday uh no friday does not even look like but hey i mean okay a little off topic but Haynes King looked so much better than I anticipated he would. I mean, Louisville still pulled out with the dub. Plummer started out a little slow, but he got it going in that team. You know, finally, they they did what I thought they were going to do to begin with. Maybe not as much of a dominant win as you anticipate, but Georgia Tech was a better team than people probably gave them credit for it too. Yeah, so dude, they might man. they might be able to do some things in the ACC this year that we're, we haven't we haven't seen that. since the triple option uh, from there. So, right. Who knows? All right. Speaking of teams in the ACC, we have North Carolina versus South Carolina. This game I watched live. I watched it back a little bit. I like, I just don't think anything went other than the offensive line. I don't even think anything went wrong with South Carolina. I just think North Carolina did so much right things that they're, yeah. they're like they, there's the reason they're deep they, they played better both offensively and defensively and that's what that's going to be the result when you play better than the other team on South Carolina is definitely of which we got another big we got another band bring, wagon. Them out. bring them out baby this is our Lee Corso uh <laughs> Rattler looked I I noted Rattler looked calm and more mature than he ever has which was great now his offensive line letting up nine sacks that ain't gonna play. Yeah, that that, that like it's not rat it's not Rattler's fault why they lost that game. Like he he tried, nine passes. I mean, I mean nine with, nine yards per attempt on three hundred and fifty three yards. Like there's nothing much else you could you had negative rushing yards throughout the game. Like that's it's just not gonna fly in a big time college football game. Like look at but British okay let's British Brooks man that kid. Didn't both play at all. Yeah. Brooks and Hampton are yeah. gonna be both great. both pretty good. I I was really happy to see Brooks. I kind of he fell off my radar. They didn't even have their two best receivers either. They didn't have McCollum or Tez Walker either. Nope. And I mean, luckily Pesor and Copenhaver came up big for these guys, but still like that. I honestly it's not even the offense that really like I thought was the best te- best out of the game. I thought it was the defense, man. Yeah. Dude, that Cameron deep- Rocker is a force. Five and a half tackles for loss with two sacks. I mean, that D line is there. I mean, UNC finally has a legit defense. And I mean, I'll note this with a couple teams, but it's the first game of the year, man. I don't think Drake May looked up to par as to the standards he is, but he didn't need to. He didn't and- play at the Drake make level that we saw for a right. lot and of last there, year. Even though there was a few drives where it's like, okay, yeah, there's Drake May, but. He's he's gonna be fine. No, UNC doesn't have a reason to panic, and here's why: it's because UNC is a defense. 
and their defense. That's something they haven't had in a long time either. It's been the reason why, honestly, that these teams, these UNC teams have had great quarterbacks. Like Mitch Trubisky was great at UNC. Like Sam Howell was pretty solid. Yeah. It's the reason why they, I mean, yeah, you could argue too that Dabo Sweeney's Clemson teams of the past have been pretty darn good, but these guys should be competing for ACC titles. And it's been a defense that hasn't allowed them to this year. This defense is here. This defense is legit. Drake may is going to get his stuff back together. He's not going to throw two picks a game. I can promise you that UNC is a team to watch, man. But once again, do I think this team can rival Florida State? Absolutely not. But not we'll yet. See. Not yet. Not yet. We haven't seen it yet. I have no reason to believe that yet. I have no reason to believe that really anybody can, but yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Now that my bandwagon of teams is over, I'm still gonna rock the Florida State hat. But we're gonna move on to the rival of Florida State, Florida versus Utah. This game. I, I picked up watching it late. It was like 14 to three when I picked up. I thought that Utah was going to honestly struggle more than, but they were able to keep this game together. I think a lot of that has to do with their defense and what they did defensively. And they, de- they didn't even run the ball that well, but I mean, Bryson Barnes and Nate Johnson were really composed and really Bryson Barnes. That first ball he threw, I was like, Oh, they, they actually don't need Cam Rising. Yeah. They don't need, <laughs> they don't need them yet. Wait no, till, but wait till Pac-12. Barnes, but... Barnes just showed up, man. That was such a good performance. You're gonna that's gonna be a guy you're gonna see either take over this team or if Cam Rising for whatever reason doesn't go to the draft, he's gonna be a guy that hops in the portal. He's gonna get time. This kid's legit. But on the opposing side, man, Graham Mertz. We all we talked we bled the show off when and talking that, about Florida it, that Graham Mertz was here. Graham Mertz was this kid. Grant Merch threw for 330 yeah, yards. He looked solid, and his interception wasn't even his fault. That was no, all on the right – I mean, Vicky had a really nice heads-up interception there. Don't get me wrong. Right. But that that was strictly on – I think it was it was targeted for Pearsall, right, on that play? Yeah. 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 I mean, Pearsall, the returning guy for this Florida team, like, I mean – it's tough for sure. Like it, it's a new system. They weren't able to establish any run game, which is something yeah. I did not see coming into oh, this. We game. talked about that. That would be the highlight. That would, yeah, that was going to be if they got right. over the hump and yeah. won this game. That's what it was. That was your upset pick. And right. yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, they didn't run the ball at all. Yeah, they, they looked. I, I liked it. I liked what I saw. I think they could definitely push some teams in the SEC for sure. Because, I mean, Utah is a very high-quality football team. Like, they're going to finish. in the. I think they have definitely is, the potential, if they stay healthy, to finish in the top 10 and potentially yeah, sure. be, I mean, in, be in the Pac-12 like, championship. This is Caleb like, Williams' kryptonite, man. Yeah. Like, not saying something. And like, it, it's They beat him twice. That's the crazy thing, too. Exactly. In the same season. It's hard to do. And uh, But, yeah, I, I give respect to this Utah team. This They're good. They're really good. Florida, eh. It's it's so hard to judge, man. There's so many things that we are just that was such a week one mistakes from the defense, and to be honest, the offense. Like I don't think Trevor Etienne. Is I don't gonna... even think their defense. Like their defense did everything they could. Utah's a very well coached, very yes, disciplined, disciplined football team. Like yeah. there's nothing much else you can really do about that if you're Billy Napier and the rest of the staff. Utah just the the level of intensity they play with on defense is ridiculous. It's it, it's something that like they you know, are just, they're bred different over there on that west coast man it's fun to watch yes, all right sir. we got we got to talk about 
the Colorado, the, the Colorado TCU. We probably should have led with this one, but you know, we the elephant had, in the room. Let's go with it. Yeah, I mean, Colorado TCU. Gosh, what a game on a Saturday! I I expected to have this thing off like towards the end of the third quarter. I wasn't oh, yeah. really no. anticipating on a freaking clash between two teams. I mean. Let's talk. I mean, I no no discredit to TCU. I still think they played a pretty good game and they're still gonna they might be able to compete in the Big 12. But yeah. this Colorado team really like just like the Pac 12 crazy thing, Pac 12 went 13 and 0 between week zero and week one. Oh, That's conference we're literally watching collapse in front of our eyes. There's literally yeah. there's two teams left scheduled to be in the Pac 12 next year. It's and yet we're watching Honestly, the greatest year, the greatest quarterbacks, probably the greatest teams like ever to probably be in the Pac-12 in a very long time. I mean, they got two Heisman candidates now on this team for sure. And one of them might run with it if he even keeps up with 80% of this pace. Travis Hunter, how the heck do you, I mean, to put into perspective an average college football game, an average NFL game too. Has 153 snaps. This kid played 147 at the highest level, producing. Not only did this kid not only just be on the field, he was producing over 100 yards receiving on 11 catches, had one of the greatest interceptions I've ever seen, should have had two touchdowns. And to Dion's credit, yeah, he probably does have the Heisman sitting in his crib right now if he has them. But he did it in 100-degree heat, man, and the kid didn't even look phased. I, I mean, mean he, he's a Florida kid, so right, he's yeah. used or. Georgia, he's kid. Georgia, but Florida. But he, he grew up in Florida too. Yeah, so yep. he's a Florida kid. Played at Collins Hill, Georgia High School. I mean, this kid, we we knew like he was something special. There's a reason why him going to Jackson State was such a huge thing. Because no one, like, it, first of all, very unheard of. But second of all, I mean, like Jackson State, yes, he was good, and he still got national spotlight. Him and Shador, but not to the degree of this. Like when Sports Center is posting about you. And the quotes coming from you and the coach coming from Dion. Like dude, this thing is they they'd be keeping receipts over there. That that's for sure. I loved it, man. Do you I loved everything about it? I love the the biggest part that I love to see is a kid like that who is he's truly a generational talent. We won't see anything like him. We haven't seen anything like him since Dion. Ever he's the most humble individual. Who is the last player of Travis Hunter's caliber to come out and play like that in a first game? I I can't name anyone. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, not only did Travis live up to what I mean, he was literally the highest rated recruit in his class. Like every no five stars live up to that in their first game but even this entire team man like Dion was putting out that this team was coming like and he was serious and he was coming for everything I I just I'm very happy to see like the receiving core actually to do things like Xavier Weaver Jimmy Horn like those kids also played well too and the offense I don't think people expected this offensive line to be so good a lot of it is FCS all-american transfers and a bunch of division one lower division one guys that you know, we're able to be like quality starters on their team. And I mean, there's left tackles, 6'10", 3'10", dude. Like that kid is massive. Their line is to so much credit. I mean, Shadur Sanders was dropping balls in absolute buckets. But Yeah, like Shadur, Shadur so if Travis Hunter slows down, like Shadur, it's definitely. I mean, you break oh. the school passing yards record in your first, first game. Day, 500 yards. Dude, the kid, there was not a ball that was even close to being picked. I, it was just, 
I did not expect any of that. I didn't even expect. I I was blown away. Travis Hunter, Shadur Sand, Dylan Edwards too. Can we talk about D- that? Dylan Edwards put himself on the map in this first game? A freshman, a freshman that was supposed to go to Notre Dame. A freshman that's supposed to go to name Notre Dame and that Dion has been coaching. I mean, the level that Dion is recruiting at is ridiculous. This kid had been playing for him since Little League and said, yeah, I knew this guy was going to be a dog and then gets into college football coaching. And now he just takes him yeah, and just that that's just at 160 yards receiving out of the backfield. Like, wow, that wow. I mean, shout, shout out Sean Lewis. I mean, there is a reason why Kent State like push georgia last year yeah a hundred percent man this is it's gonna be crazy to watch i the pac-12 man has me so excited it, it's just this is gonna be such great football to watch shout out amani bailey though that kid played his heart out oh my the God. running back for tcu like absolutely we gotta give flowers or flowers are due like I mean, Chandler Morris played okay, but like Amani Bailey is the the reason why, honestly, I think TCU was like. And Trey good. Sanders, man. Trey, Trey Sanders, Sanders played good too. He's really good. Football and he was, he found, I think he's found a home, like as a as a two as a two back, a third down back at that point. I, like, dude, the kid runs so hard. I mean, I I love it, man. TCU, I still think TCU is a good team, and like 100%. they're they're not going to be in the top twenty five for a little bit, but if they can make their noise in the Big Twelve. Yeah. They they are a force to be reckoned with. Right, that offense, get... man. I mean, we can all talk about that. Definitely, there's holes on Colorado's defense, but that offense looked just up to par as the offense that took them to the national championship. Right, like it's they're there. It's the defense that's going to be the weak point of that team. They were it was the weak point of their team last year. But hey, these are reigning Big Twelve champs. That's a legit win for Dion. I mean, let's go, man. Let's ride this train. Let's, let's see. see where this goes. Uh, yeah, let's see if it's uh, what what they're gonna have at Folsom next week. Uh all right. Let's get into the probably weirdest result, honestly, of the whole entire college football weekend. Duke twenty eight to Clemson seven. Like, okay, when I made that upset pick, like, I know Mike Elko had like a phenomenal first season last year and Riley Leonard was returning and he was like had very solid production, but I was not expecting this. Like I thought it was going to be like maybe Duke slips by, which it looked like that's what it was going to be in the first, like watching the first half. It was like seven to six. I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like there's, they're hanging in there. And then, you know, some, some things happen where, you know, they, they start creating turnovers and I'm just like, Oh, so this team's actually like going to run away with this game and I'm going to be able to go to bed a little bit earlier than I anticipated. Hey, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, this team, I mean, like Clemson, they looked, they looked awful. There's no way yeah. there's no sugar coating to it. Kate yeah, like they looked not playing together. It looks like they just went out they didn't have any spring i mean they didn't have any fall camp they just looked like they went out there and started throwing like johnny football man yeah the cleveland browns they didn't watch film they weren't prepared they just say oh well i got i'm wearing i'm wearing the paw right i'm wearing the orange paw this is clemson right dabble sweeney's my head coach we're gonna be all right we're ninth ranked in the country for no reason in my opinion we're fine no yeah duke showed that i mean like Clemson ended on a high note last year, yeah, towards winning the ACC championship still, but, like, the ACC was not a good league last year. Like, nope. I think that, like, Duke went 8-4, and four. yeah. They they had 
they had a couple wins, like no, no doubt about it. But like, I think the ACC, like it's right now, like, I mean, the teams at the top, what Florida state, UNC, Duke, Miami, Miami and Louisville. You got to throw Miami in that conversation. We might be able to get into it. But it's my biggest fear. And I talked about in the last episode that, if Cade Klubnik doesn't show out this year, that they're going, it's going to ruin the quarterback. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I I specifically remember you talking about that. Right. And DJ like, DJ showed us that yeah. it wasn't him. Yeah. He went out in Oregon State and balled. I it's first game, but still he balled. And, and I mean, the like, San Jose State team. Yeah, like, and, and I, we'll terrible. get. I, I would love to get into Oregon State later because I I saw some things that I'm very excited to see. Like I'm so excited for the Pac-12 this year. I can't wait to be up till one o'clock in the morning on Saturdays watching these guys. It's it's so fun. Like there's nothing better than watching. You know, like I can't remember the last time the Pac-12 was. So I mean, last year like there were good moments. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I think this year is going to be that Dude, much better. This is going to be it's going to be a roller coaster, man. It's this is the best quarterback play I've seen in a single conference in so long. Yeah, the, the, just to go off topic a little more, like Dante Moore not even getting the start and then comes in for UCLA and balls. balls yeah, because oh, Gabbers, I mean, he threw like what three picks. Which shout out to that one. Uh, I forget the kid's name, but on Colstol, he was a transfer from yes. Yes, somewhere uh, and he got came exactly. up with three picks like that that's just absurd like Sick. coastal is going to be a fine team in the sun belt grayson mccall is one of the better group of five quarterbacks if not the best mm-hmm. like especially because frank harris did not look good on the on saturday but mm-hmm. that that's besides the point but yeah i mean to cap off duke like there's really nothing to be said you just got like at that point like if it was Riley Leonard and a bunch of players going out there and just playing the game and uh-huh. Clemson making a ton. And I mean, a ton of mistakes. Oh, dude, it that was the most piss poor performance I've seen out of a power five school, a school that has had such great history. And I love the narrative that's out on social media right now. Has Did, did Ohio State kill Dabo Sweeney? Because it sure looks like it, man. Yeah. This team has never been the same. Like in his first, I forget how many years, seven years maybe, he was 79 and seven. And since like, like he's lost seven games. Like it's I'm sorry, man. It's not like they're recruiting at any lower level. They haven't they have it's a it's a coaching problem at that the back five-star quarterbacks. They're getting big guys. Their guys are going to the league too. Brian Brzee, Malik Mer- Like there's just so many things that were there. There's so much talent there. They're not capitalizing. Yeah. And they're, they're, a coaching problem. It sucks. Are they the new Texas? Are they the new Nebraska? Like, is this team just going to be? I think so. I think it, so. it looks like a, a great program is coming to a fall, but I mean, who knows? It, 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 it's week one. Black yeah, can change. 100%. We we never it's, really know. Right. And speaking of Texas. Yeah, let, let's get into Texas. Get so into this that. game actually I, I was a little worried for a second. I thought JT Daniels was gonna, you know, maybe maybe surprise some people. Ended up not, but I mean Texas started out a little slow, which a lot of these teams did. So it's week one. You're just trying to get in-game reps for your guys, but I mean this Texas unit is just great everywhere on the offensive side. And like defensively, like, yeah, they might not play the most like disciplined style, but they're aggressive. How about Tavondre Sweat? Yeah, Tavondre Sweat, definitely. The plays that I saw that big man, he's the biggest guy in that offensive or on that defensive line. And 
he was making some athletic. I mean, I remember specifically it was a fourth down. They show up in the power T or the wing T or whatever. And this guy's jumping offensive linemen, making diving tack. I'm just like, this guy, he's going to be a guy that we're going to see next week. He's going to be a huge factor, man. He's going to be a game wrecker. He's going to show up big time against those big time opponents. He's just physically more gifted than a lot of individual defensive linemen. And I'm here for it, man. I Clem, Texas with a good defense and especially a good defensive line. I'm just, I'm a little concerned to see what the secondary looks like against the team that is like, you know, a team of Alabama's caliber. Like, I think that's something that needs to be proven because, like, Rice definitely, him and uh, the Rice receiving core and JT Daniels did not look synced up whatsoever. So, the biggest five, I think he's the biggest five star bust in a while. Yeah. It's been probably yeah. since like Shea Patterson. but no in all honesty like i just think the texas offense like i wonder who's going to be a kid the kid to take over i think it still should be cj baxter but i mean Jaden blue and jonathan brooks looked well too yeah they did blue looked good um i just and ewers ewers put up gaudy numbers like his stats were huge but he didn't have to make any like I didn't see him have to make any crazy throws, but he no. didn't need to. Yeah, like, like this, he made every right read, and I mean, he, there was there was a few throws. You're like, oh, what, what are you doing? But he just he looked mature. Uh, the thing I loved the most was, I mean, the kid had w- only one rushing touchdown last year. He was taking the ball himself. He actually yeah, had he, a rushing touchdown. Yeah, like, like he actually made plays out of the pocket stepped up and took off which is like something that i was like oh okay this is something that i like to see a little bit more yes, but sir, i was exactly the same way and then i mean it got to a point where malik murphy got to step in that kid just he looks weird at a quarterback like he is so big so yeah. man is he, he's good like there is yeah, future there for texas that they should be very very excited for. if that arch doesn't pan out ball. like malik murphy is there I think Malik Murphy's got to get at least some the same comp- the same type of you know recognition and same type of just like I mean I'm, he was I'm talked a lot throughout spring ball and how well he played he's going to land he's going to start at some program whether it if he if it's not Texas he's starting at some big program and taking them to big places this is a kid like, that's got a ball that comes out of his hand I mean I'll I'll compare it instantly to Joe Milton yeah like, I was going to say a Joe Milton it, it's I, just a more elusive Joe Milton at that point like 100 like, and that's like, scary. That's yeah, scary. That's yeah. scary because Joe Milton's supposed to be good too, and I mean he played well on. Not game. to talk about Tennessee specifically, but I mean they, oh. they they did play good on Saturday. Like the running back, the running backs looked great over there. Let's talk about a team that was more on the disappointing side. Let's talk about Ohio State because this is a team that we I want to talk about before we hit a break, and like I think there's a lot to ramble on about about this team. Like they just. That nah. was that was embarrassing. And you can I I understand and everyone loves to go back to the old Ohio State teams. Oh, these were teams. Look at Justin Fields. Look at CJ Stroud. They all started off slow. Blah blah blah. Dude. This is a different type Heisman of Heisman contending receiver. A guy that literally can do something that only one other guy has ever done. And he had two catches for 18 yards. Kyle McCord. And it was said blatantly by Ryan Day in the Tuesday press conference that that was not good enough at all. And, I mean, that's week one. Usually a coach is always going to give the benefit of doubt to the to a player. That was terrible. 
that was Indiana. That wasn't some other Big Ten. That wasn't Wisconsin. That wasn't Iowa. That was Indiana. You guys look terrible. I don't care that you came out 23 to 3. That was the most embarrassing performance all around, not even just by the quarterback, not just by the receivers. All around, that offense looked just terrible. Yeah, uh, there's no other way to put it. Like, Henderson had some nice runs. I'll give him that. But, like, and Cade Stover played fine. But, like, that that can't be your whole offense, man. Like, that is just unacceptable at that point. Like, I thought, okay, I thought, I mean, not that Indiana's offense is anything to give credit for to to say. But, I mean, Ohio State's defense looked good. Like, Denzel Burke looks like he's back. Oh, yeah. Denzel Burke. Is an is a definitely a bright spot on this team. Like yeah, I think, like I mean, the all, I, I think the linebacking crew is good. I think JT Tumaleu is still going to be a problem off the edge. Sawyer should Davison. Be I can't say his last yeah, name. Ole Miss transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kid's definitely going to be there. I think Sonny Styles is going to be a kid that's also going to be able to step up for this team too. But it doesn't matter if you can't score points. <laughs> like, like Michigan's going to score. Penn State's going to score. And if you can't, yeah. if you can't match if that Michigan in, state, you know, plays how they did in the second half on Friday, they're going to be able to score. Name does. Like it's yeah, no, this is like scary. I, I, I'm scared. I mean, what, what's their draw from the West? Oh, uh, let's take a look real quick. Yeah, I mean, Purdue, draw. like Purdue's Purdue scored on Saturday. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lost, but I mean, Dion Burks and Hudson and card, like that's a strong tandem right there. Like, yeah, and then, I mean, Minnesota, I guess you take it for what it's worth. Minnesota's not really worth much. And then Wisconsin, who's going to be able to physically, like physically match up with you on the offensive side. Like their running backs proved Are, that they were capable of that on Saturday. I don't care. Yes. Like you don't have Chase Young. You don't have these big time defensive kids oh. anymore. That are just. I don't think there's a single guy on that team that goes first round on that defense. I will be. I'll be honest with you. If it were to be someone, I mean, it would be JT. But JT's not physically imposing the way Chase Young was. He's not physically imposing that Joey or Nick were. Like, no, no, it's dude. It it automatically flips me to this, and we'll get into this more. But Penn State is automatically now the number two team in the Big Ten. Yeah, I I think that's. I think that's fair to say. Like I. I made my own. I made my own top apples comparison, man. It's two quarterbacks, brand new, did not really get. They all they got the same amount of time last year. Like it's apples to apples, apples to apples. Opponent too. Like I don't think West Virginia's all that. I mean, they're probably not. Maybe comparable to Indiana, but dude, it you should not be. That should not have been. That should, that's out. not how you come out and make this is a supposed statement. To be an angry team. This is supposed to be a team looking. I for, mean, hopefully they can get thing. Game. Hopefully they can get some confidence in themselves playing Youngstown state next week. Coming up on the other side, after the break, we're going to talk about teams like Washington, like Bama, like Wisconsin, like Oregon state. Yes, sir. And then we'll also get into the AP top 25 poll that came out today. Let's do it. All right. And welcome back from the break. Here to talk about the rest of the week, week one, you know, what happened. And then, you know, look at the AP top 25, you know, after the week one games and see live reaction. See see what the Associated Press people think and what our opinions are different. Uh first first order of business I think we need to talk about is Bama here. I think Bama, they they looked good. Like at I thought it was going to be a little bit more of like a, oh, like a scare almost. But like, I mean, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a, the score didn't show that it was like 
Oh, I guess it did. I guess I turned it off at the wrong time. Okay. Well, I, it was 35 to seven when I turned it off and, you know, Milro looked good. Like Milro is uh it's, he's an interesting quarterback. The guy is a true dual threat. I'll put it that way. Great legs. Um, but I don't know if it's this receiving room just isn't as talented as we're used to for Alabama, or maybe Milrow is just not, you know, going to distribute the ball at such a high level. I mean, it's hard to follow up a guy like Bryce Young, who's one of the best passers of the football in college football history. But yeah, I was, he put up what 300 total yards and combined rushing. The cool, the good thing though is that this running back room, like it's deep, like very deep. I, I like Justin Haynes out of uh out of spring ball for sure. McLennan's obviously the veteran in this running back room. Mm. Rodell Williams looked good. Like obviously, I I want to see the defense and uh and like I mean this this is what week two is going to bring into we're going to talk about it you know on Wednesday's or Thursday's episode whatever we decide on but uh I mean it it's definitely a more it's more exciting to see them come out and be the way that they are I mean they did it last year too and they were disappointing so I guess take it for what it's worth right it's middle Tennessee it's it's a let's let's see what they do against Texas because Texas is like as the best as it's probably gonna be for a while like unless they unless they you know make the college football playoff and like continue on the surprise but like Bama they're gonna get tested in week two and both sides are gonna get tested we're both gonna see the flaws of both teams and you know what they need to work on later in this season luckily it doesn't count as an SEC game for this year it will in the following years but I mean, there's nothing wrong. I don't, I can't take away anything negative from Bama in this game, which is what I thought was going to happen. Like right. I thought we were going to be here and be like, "Oh, this Bama team, man, they they look bad." Like, right? But it's Bama. not. This Bama team is going to be. They're going to be good. Now, do I agree with the Associated Press saying that this team deserves to be in the top four? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I have them in my top four personally. But and that's only because I think Michigan did not. Obviously, they don't have Harbaugh, and like I'm, I'm not here to talk about Michigan too much. But I think that like they definitely could have looked a lot better and distributed a lot more. The running game was definitely meh, but that's what you get when you go against a team that just says, "Okay, we're gonna literally (laughs) load the box." Roman Wilson looked good though, like that. That that looked good. McCarthy looked good, but yeah, it's there's just this team essentially has a schedule where they can say, "Okay, let's let's play preseason ball for four straight games, and then we'll show you what we're actually about." I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, going through different head coaches, it's there's nothing to read into. But I I don't know. Alabama is gonna be. It's going to be such a good matchup. I think this is literally such an even match between them and Texas. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. To it's watch. going to show who's who's top dog in that matchup. I think that that's. A, I got a question. I mean, do you think Milrow is full time the guy? Because I, mean, I say until proven otherwise, he's going to be in there. I think there's no. He's played in games. Texas. It's, yeah, I, I, Milrow rides it out even if he starts doing bad. Or do you think if, they if it's to a point where like they got to put someone in for a crazy comeback? Then yeah, but I think like I think the staff wants to roll with Mil Milrow to begin with. I mean, he was the guy that they put in an emergency situation when Bryce Young. Right. Went out, so right. 
They definitely believe in the kid the most. That's the reason why he got the start. There's a reason why he played for a lot of the game too. I mean, there I on tape, like I mean, yeah, he's not perfect, but he's not this high level quarterback that's gonna be a first round pick. Like right. I, that's I think, not his that's not his expectation, and I don't think he needs to be. Like you said, yeah. this running back room is gonna carry this team. Yeah. And I mean, he's very off. well part of that rushing attack, which is something that those yeah. other two quarterbacks don't have. And they're not really that much more skilled in passing. I think Ty Simpson can get there, but I just feel bad, man. Tyler Buckner's just got to be sitting. Yeah, man, I mean, a... I don't think Tyler Buckner's that good to begin with, though. At the no, same it's time. just I I never understood the decision. I never yeah. thought why. I this... thought he was gonna go to like maybe a lower. I thought he was going to lower division or a like in Big Twelve, I, like yeah, low Big Ten, maybe yeah, like you said, just the. Like, honestly, like, like maybe he goes to Indiana. Like, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like, Melrose doesn't have a reason to not have a job, and there's no quarterback. No, to prove. I don't think so either. It's just so weird to see a quarterback at Alabama that's not, you know, just going crazy because we've had, we've been blessed to see two very, very good quarterbacks in the last two, in S- Mac Jones and Bryce Young. Speaking of good quarterbacks, let's talk about Oklahoma. You know, like Dylan Gabriel, he, I thought he was going to be the show, the name, the like he looked. I mean, this Arkansas State team is very bad. Like, right, yeah. their head coach, I already forget the name. Fake crying on TV, like, be so real, dude. Like your your team, like they had a head coach. I saw this video, and like their head coach that they fired, like literally, like was getting them to bowl games and everything. Had one bad season, they caught him. This guy goes two and ten last year, and I mean, just. I he's, think it's like he's going yeah, two and yeah. He's, he might not even be able to go two and ten. I mean, the the Sun Belt's not a joke, so right. <laughs> he might not even be able to go two and ten because he might not even. Yeah, he he might be the fir- first coach fired. It's gonna be him or the uh, Boston College coach for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that game was bad. Like you, you do not lose to an FCS opponent yeah, like dude, that. Too. Oklahoma looks. And Castellanos yeah. would like look solid too when he was in the game, but they didn't start him, which made no sense. But anyways, I I mean, I don't know I, I, if you're Oklahoma. I mean, you got to give Arnold more in game reps like Arnold is I, he might be he might end up being the best quarterback from this last cycle of recruiting. Like, no yeah, doubt. Like Jackson Arnold, is, he, I mean, he, saw it. He, he put it on and I don't read too hard in the Elite 11 stuff. But dude, that kid, every guy, every analyst there said the kid's ball was different. He just has different IQ for the game and it's showing, man. And that's what Oklahoma has been known for for years. It's just always having a quarterback that is just super, super good. And it's led to them to their college football playoff success. Not saying Oklahoma's going to be in the playoff. But, but they're going to compete for a Big 12 champion spot, championship spot. And if, I mean, they ride high throughout the season. Who knows? Maybe they exactly. end up getting to where they've been multiple times before. Also, right. shout out Drake Stoops, dude. That kid's so fun to watch in open space. Oh my gosh, dude! I that, love he, that was he's like the receiving favorite. the receiving core looks good in general. Like yeah. Anthony looks good. Yeah, Anthony looks good too. I was I'm impressed, man. I'm excited, and they are a team that's definitely like got a lot of hype around them. And I didn't really get a chance to watch the Ole Miss or the Oregon tape to be honest. Say the but, team I was talking about a lot was Ole Miss. Ole Miss yeah. Jackson Dart looks ridiculous. And they have that is the most loaded quarterback room probably in the whole 
NCAA. Like, oh, easily. You like we, you do, you have Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard like behind Jackson. In my opinion, probably. Eddie. I mean, Bama could use one of those two guys, probably. Like, I think Walker Howard could walk in there and be the starter. Like, yeah. and Spencer Sanders is a winner. Yeah, like he, he won at Oklahoma State, yeah. man. That's like, all it did. Dude, I I was so impressed with Jackson Dart. I think Ole Miss is they're gonna fly under the radar until they get matched up against a good opponent and the whole country sees what this team's about. Like yeah, like if yeah, the hype is there's real. any team to just like surprise, like low-key surprise, like we all know they're a very solid program, like they've been for a while. But if there's yeah. a team to like take that next level and kind of be like throwing some shock, like, oh, like they're they're here for more than just to be a top 25 team. It's right. Ole Miss. Top 15, maybe, maybe top, top 10. 10. Yeah. They can like, you know, sneak out. They might, be, they might be ready to take that next step. Take, speaking of a team that looks like they took the next step, let's talk about Washington, dude. Like, this is, like, probably one of the, like, most fun teams that I think is ever going to exist in college football. Yeah. Just I mean, and Michael Penix is at the helm of it, dude. 450 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Like, four touchdowns in the first half, like, with 250 right. yards right. is absurd. Like, completely. It, that, 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 does, that doesn't happen. I, I mean, Boise State's a good team. Like, I don't think they use Taylor Green. We were literally th- hyping that team up. Like, yeah, this is a legit test for yeah. Washington. None of us And, I mean, they're probably still going to be in the Mountain West and like everyone looks at boise state right now like oh this team's terrible it's like no if you don't if you haven't done your homework this yeah like this this boise state team finished the year really well last year and like you think like they'd use their talent better i think they use tail and greed he threw the ball way too much like that kid does not need to take over 25 attempts but i mean he also has to play from behind too which is the sucky thing but like washington like I don't even know. College football playoff. Like that that's not out of their that's not out of their expectations, to be honest. No. I uh I don't even know where 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 are they ranked. I mean, I got this pulled up. I know they're I think they jumped up a spot or two. They're Um, they're up two spots at number eight. Okay. I I uh I don't know. Like looking at the rankings like I don't think obviously they're not like a I don't think they're a playoff team right now. I don't think they deserve to be in a top four. I mean, I'm willing to say, let's look at five, six, and seven. Okay, OSU, USC, Penn State. Penn State's, I think, would give them an absolute run for their money. That defense is very yeah. good. But Penn State, I mean, they look solid on Saturday. Like who that the USC defense stops Michael Penix? Absolutely not. No, no absolutely not. Will their yeah. offense continue to shoot out with them? Most definitely. Yeah. But and then Ohio State. I mean. I don't care what you say about Ohio State. Like Ohio State, like we could go over. I I guess this would probably be a good thing. I'll pull up my. I'll talk about my eight, my top twenty five. To be honest, like I think so, this will give a different. And then we'll look at the. Uh, uh, let me switch accounts here. Uh, we'll talk about the teams that like you know that the Associated Press put there. So my like mine's more I guess power rankings based rather than top twenty five, but. I, on on tape, this is who I think the best top twenty five teams are right now. So number one, I have Georgia. Like, yeah, they they had a slow start versus UT Martin, but they definitely got things going, and there was never a doubt in sight that they were going to lose that game. 
Two, I got Florida State there. Like Florida State, like proved every reason, like why they could be like second to none. Like there's, yeah. and they they're gonna have opportunities to compete this season. Maybe like you think Clemson's not as close of a game, but now that I mean Duke, that the Duke game could be important now. Like you right. just never know. Number three, I actually did put Alabama there. I think they like looked solid enough defensively. And, you know, I thought, I think Milrose, I think Milrose can be the guy to like lead them to SEC college football playoff expectations. Like he's got the roster around him, maybe not the receiving weapons that you want, but you know, there's going to be someone that's going to be stepping up there, hopefully. And if there is that someone, like I think Isaiah Bond could be the guy, but we'll we'll see. Like it's, it's week one. And sometimes you don't always find your guys in week one. So number four, I got USC. No reason. I mean, they had a great game against Nevada. I didn't even need to turn it. I I watched like highlights, like two minute highlights. Like there's it, there's no there's no reason to watch like Caleb Williams. It's simple. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I already looked at their tape versus San Jose State. I wasn't really too concerned. I think Nevada is like a t- bottom five F- FBS team. So there's no reason otherwise to really watch that game. Kind of a waste of time. They're, they're going to have better games later on in the season. At five, I got Washington. That's where I think Washington is. Like, I, and this this is a little bit overreaction. Like, obviously, it's going to fluctuate a lot, but I think that's a point of a top twenty-five. Like, you know, it, it changes every week. You know, with different game plans, different game strategies, different scripts. Yeah. Like, For sure. that, that's just how it is. There's different results every time. Six, I got Michigan. They're, they're going to probably be back in my top four, but like after, after, you know, what happened, like, I think teams just play better than them. And like, there's no reason for them to like, I think they could have done way more with East Carolina. I think they did dominate defensively, which is you're supposed to do if you're Michigan, but you right. should be score, like, you should be scoring like 45 points on this team. Like, yeah. It's for sure. I, I don't think that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I don't agree. We'll see what, what like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the, Keep it's, going, man, it's, I, yeah. I love the different, I love the diversity of it because like you said, it's the top 25 is supposed to change. Teams are going to play better than certain and then other teams and other teams are in different situations next week. It literally two of those like teams can that's lose. Why there's, that's why Alabama there's a get embarrassed, like, committee because they're supposed 100%. to assess every game that happens that week and everything. Exactly. Exactly. It's why you play the game. Yeah. Why you play. And then, like I'm just using what I saw and what results happened, right, right, to, to assess my judgment. At number seven, I got Notre Dame. Like Notre Dame, they're a good team. Like there is no doubt about it. Like you can't leave them out. You yeah. can't. They 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 have done everything right that they're supposed to do, and honestly, they've exceeded my expectations. I did not expect this team to have so much firepower offensively, right. scoring forty nine and then fifty six points. Like when when does Notre Dame do that? We haven't seen that in a long time. And then eight, I got Penn State. I thought Penn State played how they needed to play. I don't think they played above. I don't think they played below. I think, like, West Virginia's not a bad team. They got weapons there. It's a program that's probably going to be falling apart here in the near near future, and Neil Brown's probably not going to finish out the season if they don't put up seven or more wins. So, you know, but, I mean, that's a great start to the season. That's Aller in his first, like, big start. You know, it's a primetime game. It's a whiteout, like, you know. That, yeah. that's that's oh. that's definitely a cool moment for him and i mean lambert smith looked really good and i mean the running backs it, it, it could get better there but like you know they, they showed last year like they were singleton, singleton will be okay i think singleton yeah. will be good i think katron allen's just oh maybe like a step behind him maybe maybe yeah. half a step like right you know 100 and then that offensive line's good too which is like oh, the crazy God. thing and the so. defense 
you know, they're going to get better as time goes on. As, yeah. as teams put I on more so. film, I feel like Penn State's one of those teams where the more that gets put on film, the more they're going to be able to shut down things. Right, 100%. Nine, I got Utah. Utah, like, I think Cam Rising, once he comes back, it's going to be scary. And I think the Pac-12 is going to flip-flop everywhere for me. But, yeah, for sure. Isn't that then, crazy? Oh, what is that, three teams already in the top 10? Three Pac-12 teams, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, and the number 10, I got Texas. Like, Texas is a top 10 team to me. They did. Yeah. And they so might be able to jump there. up a lot in this next Oh, they beat Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're t- they're a top five team if they beat Alabama. Like there's not and it, well, I guess it depends on what fashion they do it. Because if it's like a last second barn burner, win, yeah. Yeah. Or or they just got really lucky. Like there's right. some there's Someone some there's down. some officials decisions. Like, you know, we, we assess the talent, not necessarily. Or we assess what goes on the field, and then if there's some, you know, interference with the refs, right. and you we know, t- we don't just look at the score. We, <laughs> yeah. we 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 remember the game. We yeah. we turn on the tape. That's for sure. Right. At eleven, uh, Ohio State, like they just uh, they, they 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 disappointed. Like there's no reason why you have the top two. Like you got two first round NFL draft picks at the receiver positions. Absolutely. And- Absolutely. You made them look like they don't deserve to be in the NFL. No, they, I, like in, I can't even you like you have. You don't look like you have the number one receiving room. That 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 title belongs. I think to- it's honestly more of an offensive line thing than a McCord thing. Like I think McCord, like when he was able to like you know get set and make throws, like he didn't look too bad. Like no, he's not on the level of C.J. Stroud or Justin Fields, but he still like not was able to like he's able to like keep composure and like you know deliver some throws. But like it's hard when that offensive line just like apparently just doesn't want to block for you at that point. So, and then twelve, I got North Carolina. North Carolina is definitely on my uh, on my high horse. Go go heels. Uh, they, I mean nothing really to be said there. We explained their game. Thirteen, I got Oregon. Like there's no reason. Like eighty one points. Yeah, eighty one. I mean that poor that poor mascot man. Five hundred or five hundred and forty six push ups is ridiculous. That's insane, dude. Yeah, that, dude that's so sick though. That that's sweet. Shout out that, to that guy. Yeah, poor, poor guy. You know he's probably gonna have to do it a lot this season. That offense looks high powered. Uh fourteen. I got Oklahoma. Same reason as Oregon. I mean they, they just they looked really good. Nothing much else to say. Fifteen. I put Tennessee. I think Tennessee. They looked good. Like they start like like a lot of these other teams, they started out a little slow, but once they got things going, I thought the running game looked a lot better and the offensive line impressed me a lot more. But it's Virginia. Like Virginia's a in a tough spot as a football program to begin with, but especially since they they didn't even finish out their games from last year because of the tragedies that happened, which they're doing something cool for their home game, or they did something cool at Tennessee, and I think they're doing something cool for their home game next week as well, which is really nice to see. At 16, we got Oregon State. I love this team so far. I, I like Martinez. Martinez is electric. Like, he might be able to finish as the best running back in college football. Like, I don't think that's a crazy take. Like, no. The way with that offensive line, no, no, like, yeah, and then but the thing that really appeals to my eye is how good the secondary is. Like Chevron, he was able to do things against USC on his legs and with his arms against yeah. Oregon State. No, like this, even their nickel corners are like lockdown, dude. Like 
it's so good. It, it, like this is going to be Oregon a team State. that's going to that's going to spoil yeah. other teams in the Pac-12 seasons. Like they could catch Oregon. I don't think they catch Washington. Like I, I don't think there's any defensive back room that's deep enough to stop that team. And then you <laughs> still have to stop Nixon too in the backfield. Like that that that's tough. But like Oregon. Maybe USC, especially because you know USC is not going to be able to defend Oregon State. Like who, who, who is going to consistently tackle da- uh, Damian Martinez? And I mean, their receiving weapons like are pretty decent too. Like they're explosive, and DJ like is a lot better than whatever he looked oh, he at just, Clemson. He looks, he looks like the St. John Bosco kid that was going. Yeah. Out. It's it's fun to watch, man. I Oregon State excites me more than a lot of teams just yeah. because this is not a team we owe. We've, we, this isn't a school. I mean, they finished, they finished the, they finished good last year, but not what we expected. Like it, this is not supposed to be a dominant force. So it's supposed to be a team that, you know, plays conservative offensively I mean, and does their job defensively. Right. Like, but not what I saw at all on Sunday. It's fun. It's watching that offensive line. It's I will continue to talk about that. That is a Joe Moore Award type offensive line. Yeah. Uh seventeen. I got Ole Miss. They they they're better than you know what I think most people put them at. Yeah. I mean I know you're very high on Ole Miss too. You think they can make the SEC championship, which is not a crazy take in my opinion. Like I think they could eventually get there. Yeah. I, it, you too. If we'll see, I, I we're we're really gonna see because the only other team that you argue is that it's Bama that stops them from doing it, and it's like okay, well, well let's see, we'll see against yeah. Texas. We'll we're see, gonna... yeah. There's no, there's nothing else. It's I mean, they got a good, they got a, they got a good test this week too to really see how good they are against Pratt and the Moyes at Tulane, but which I mean that that team's that team's sweet, but at eighteen I got LSU. They fell a lot for me. Like they just played so bad to me, like. It was embarrassing, man. And yeah, like the comments. If Brian. you, if they didn't, like I said, it's the way how. It's not that they lost; it's how they lost. Like that, that should not happen if you're LSU. Like the team walked out of the locker room. It wasn't even the same guys, man. Yeah, just, and I mean Kelly was just like saying it was just a collective effort, and I, I agree. Like the player stuff. You're saying that after you were literally saying we're gonna yeah. whoop LSU. It's yeah. like you obviously saw something on tape. Like what? What didn't execute? Where did your game plan go wrong yeah and i mean you shouldn't be using perkins as a spy i don't think that's what just, he's valued just about to say when we were talking about lsu earlier the biggest downfall was what the heck are they using harold perkins is a game wrecker too he he definitely falls into that category and it was like you took him out of the game you literally took him out of the game yeah, like uh, Florida State what? didn't have to do that. Like you did that to yourself at that. Right, moment. exactly. <laughs> so it, it's it, LSU's definitely got some stuff to regroup on, and you know they might they might finish good and maybe in the SEC championship. We'll see. I think it's Nuss that needs to be behind the helm, and I'll be behind that. But, but uh, I, I'm not I'm not the one putting out the depth charts for LSU. So nope. <laughs> at 19, I got Kansas State. They like. I saw a little bit. Walker Howard's the truth. They got guys there again at the receiving room. I think their defense is going to be solid enough. Like they're going to be a team that competes in the Big Twelve. I don't think the Big Twelve championships are necessarily in their picture, but I don't think they got the top end guys for that. But we'll see. There's they no don't got do. They don't got a Deuce Vaughn. That's the problem. Uh, which <laughs> he, he's like, yeah. Deuce Vaughn was definitely like one of my favorite college football players from last season. At twenty, I got Texas A and M. Honestly, 
I wanted to talk about this team a little bit. I know it's New Mexico, but like I did not expect them with to play with so much pa- like it looks like those kids are passionate for the game. Like straight up, their defense, like they they played aggressive. Like they played how they played how you're supposed to play SEC football. Like when you're playing teams out of conference, especially at a lower level, you're supposed to look like you're physically dominating them, and that's what Texas A&M did. I thought Evan, Evan Stewart's a, a great receiver still. Like that, that definitely. I think Wigman's definitely a, a lot better than whatever he showed last year. And I mean, I, I know Haynes King was involved there too, and that place was just a mess in the quarterback room and in the locker room as well. But I think this team, like. They're solid. I don't think they're obviously SEC like champion caliber, but they're a solid like nine and three, eight and four type of team. It's like better. It's trending in the right direction. We which were talking is which, about Jimbo which, being on the hot seat, which is still true. I mean, you got some tests coming up, but like I think they're in a lot better place than you think about coming into this season. Right. And they're starting the season off better. I mean, at this point in the season already, we were like, oh boy, like this yeah. thing is about to be bad. Yeah. And you know. Everything might just be fine. They might be able to upset Bama again. We don't know. <laughs> uh, at 21, I got Iowa. They started out the game really well offensively. And I mean, defensively, they're going to always be this team. Ference, you know, you got to get, you got to average 25 a game, not 24, buddy. Like, if you, right. <laughs> but right. no, in all seriousness, I think this Iowa team's fine. Like, uh, it's, Matt it takes a lot. Yeah. He's still McNamara. Yeah. Like, cool. he, he came out hot. Like it's just the same thing that happened out at Michigan. He came out hot and then he made mistakes and he kind of just settled. Like that's just pretty much what it is. He does, he does enough. He will yeah. do enough to win games. It's he ain't so- gonna lose you games. He ain't gonna win you games. Exactly. That, that that's the best way to put it. At 22, I put Colorado there. Like Colorado deserves to be in the top 25. You don't absolutely you don't you don't make a statement like that and like not be deserved to be in the top 25. Like the spread was at 20, 20 point dogs, which you know what there's another team that had over 40 transfers that was that good or played that well? Texas State. Texas yeah. State with TJ Finley against Baylor. I know Shapin got hurt, but the, I mean, the game was over before Shapin even got hurt, which it sucks because he's out for two to three weeks with an MCL injury, but Baylor probably won't even be in talking conversations. And uh, Dave Miranda is going to be finding himself in a bad spot with the uh, athletic department and the school board in general there. So we'll see what happens. Shout out Texas state, man. That that's, that's awesome for them. Like, Huge win, huge program builder right there. Yeah, and like, yeah. Brought in a lot of guys, and now you have built a lot of guys' trust. Like it's, yeah. it's legit. It's a cool that's how you get a system to work. And I mean, this is going to be the same thing with Colorado too. Like I think if Colorado loses this first game, the trajectory for their season turns out to be in a very wrong direction, and not as much kids like are going to want to go there. But you start out on the right foot. Like even if they were to lose by four, I think like they'd be fine. I think they still win against Nebraska next week. Like, right. It, but, but it's just something yeah it's just that much like that much better recruiting trail to watch is now is just gonna be it's gonna get stupid it's gonna fast. get ridiculous it's gonna get ridiculous for sure uh 23 two lane the only really group of five team that like stood out i they deserve them. to be there i love them they're electric man I, I can't wait for that game next week against Ole miss they're they're gonna be I know. Uh, it's, it's gonna be such a good football game it's too high powered just athletic teams that are oh, i love tulane i, yeah, I Tulane, like they were they were fun last year it sucks that they lose tajay spears but they're still a fun team like so fun. and then uh 24 i got wisco wisconsin 
I think they looked a lot worse than what the score showed, but I still believe yeah, it, it's it's not it's not necessary. Like their defense like struggled at some points, which I mean they they picked they cl- they cleaned up in the second half. I'll give them that. But I mean their passing game, like it was very like one dimensional. Like Tanner Mordecai was looking horizontally, not vertically, which is something you don't want to see out of your starting quarterback whatsoever. Like that's not just how you run a successful offense. I asked X ask uh, Texas A&M last year. Like you, you, you don't win games by playing that way. Luckily, no. they got two very talented running backs. I mean, Braylon Allen and um the yes. Mizali kid. Is that is that how you say Mizali? Yes. Yeah, like dude, when you combine for two hundred and ninety eight yards rushing, dude, they're both physical freaks too. Like it's disgusting, dude. Those. I mean, their offensive line's good too, which is like definitely helps. So. It's it'll be a fun team. It it's a team that probably... I just think Mordecai and the uh, offensive weapons got right. it. Just got to get going. Right. That's right. about it. You guys, better than that. But once again, that was Buffalo. That's yeah. a max school. That, not, that... And that has not been good. Like, yeah, no. they had that Jarrett Patterson kid a couple years ago. They got like three hundred and forty nine yards in a game or some ridiculous crap like that. But yeah. I mean, they didn't look bad. They're, that linebacker uh, was really good, number fifty-two. But like, yeah, it's it's, a team. it's not a team that you should that score yeah. should be posted. And against. then number twenty-five, I got Duke. Like, you gotta put him in there. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's quickly react to the uh, AP top twenty-five now. Just my first live reaction is that your top 20 like your number 25 team obviously being duke and they still leave clemson in yeah i, I mean like that's just like that can't happen man like t- clemson is no really not like that high quality of it. like they they have no reason to be ranked in the top 25 oh, like what did they show like i i can't will the fact that will shipley's still on the team sure like that's about as high of a point as you can get like I mean, the defense isn't bad. Like, they did a lot that they could do. Like, there's no nowhere yeah, near. It's just like, I mean, I'm not discounting Riley Leonard as a football player, but that's Duke, man. That's a team yeah. that doesn't have a lot of great guys coming in every year, and you have a team that is getting four stars willingly. And I also, like, I don't know how you keep Ohio State above USC, Penn State, and Washington. No. Like, I, that, ju- that just does Penn not State. make sense. Makes it, sense. And thing, I get it, but it's like, come on. Like that I get it. They don't want to be overreactors and then slide the guys. I'd rather have you like be honest about your opinions. And a lot of these AP guys, like they got to turn their ballots the next morning, you know, typically on Sundays. So that's like typically what the problem is. But they had all weekend to like assess film and everything. And I mean, I know they got working jobs, but like so does most of the college football playoff committee and everything like that. So like there's no reason. There's really no reason. What's crazier so, is that the coaches poll doesn't even have Florida State in the top five. Yeah, they, which is ridiculous. They have them still under Ohio State. It's like, come on, man. I get it. It's week one, but you have to think. You have to have a little bit of overreaction. Or what's the fun of the sport? Like, right. What's the fun <laughs> of this industry, man? Like, you think guys aren't whipping out hot takes for no reason? Like, yeah. you have to. It's, it's the entertainment of it. It's the, That's what brings people in but i don't know also how you keep a team like kansas state over north carolina or oklahoma like that just doesn't make too much sense to me personally but you know or lsu i mean like i don't know lsu just looks so disappointing to me that like right I, it's I, 
it's hard for me to like give them a valuable judgment only because like what like their their brand like is that the reason why you keep them in the top 15 it's it's like you always want i always wonder this like if joe burrow didn't do what he did in 2019 and that team didn't do what they did what is this brand actually because before that it's like it goes back to the days of like tyron matthew yeah like like this brand really isn't that hype yes like i mean they've had odell they've had jarvis like they've had guys don't get me wrong tradavius white like Right, like, but besides that 2019 team, like, we haven't seen LSU do anything. Yeah, they beat Alabama last year, but like, so did almost a lot of teams. Yeah, like Texas A&M last year almost beat Bama, and that's a team that did beat LSU. Yeah, yeah, that's a team. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's hard. It's hard. The football will play out. Is is what I always go back yeah, to. Yeah, like there's a reason why there's 12, 12 games in a regular season. Like, right. it'll play. Why not get a little crazy? Like, you're gonna have the end. You're gonna have the right ballot in the end. Like, it's better than playing biased towards teams. Like, no one. Like, yeah, that's I, where you should be as a voter. Right. I can't stand the whole name thing. It's like why? It's why you can't drop Ohio State out of the top five. It's like, oh my gosh, look what they've done in the past. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter what their it's, name this is. This year. Right, this is the path. That's the past, man. Like, I think, oh, but like, even if like Clemson, like Iowa should be in there above them. I think TCU is probably more deserving than Clemson at this yeah, point. Like TCU to get knocked. I mean, they're completely out of the top 25, right? Yeah. I mean, they got 27 other receiving votes, but still, like, exactly. for Clemson but, to get 141, like, them not. It's like we literally, t- TCU lost by one score to a team that went yeah obviously went 111 last year but like you said 87 new players they now have two guys that are in the heisman talk this is if colorado keeps this pace this is a legit like conference winning program we're talking right. about. Like, it, it, in a, it's a very loaded pack 12 too right like tcu kept up with them the whole game like the whole game I don't see how that team drops and then Clemson just gets this nod. It's a, it's a brand thing. I'm yeah. telling you my yeah. only explanation to anyone who's wondering or scratching their head as to how they're still ranked. It's a brand thing. I'm happy that I'm happy that Duke like it jumps up to 21. I, I don't know about Ole Miss sitting at 20, but I mean, I like, we got to see week two, week three, week four, week five, week six, and so on and so forth. Like, that's just how it is as you know, in the college so football world. And a, I mean, the committee doesn't come into play until like what, like week ten, week nine, like. Uh, is it that late? Uh, yeah, actually, I think you're right. It is yeah, week. But, I think it's week ten. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe week nine, right when November kicks in. Yeah, like so. Obviously, conference play is a whole different story for a lot of these teams as well. But I mean, we'll just see the real dogs like show up and show out, and you know, like, yeah. I think that like there's there's crazy takes out there like Louisville is going to be in the ACC championship like you know that is it cl- crazy that dude now? yeah is it like, crazy now? like that's the thing you just got to assess and like you know have pride in your picks like you know that that's just the sad thing about sports world but dude this schedule is packed man this this season like... I can't wait I can't wait to talk about these games uh in the next it's, episode as well. And then being able to react to them ne- next Monday or Tuesday. Like that's, that's just the beauty of the sport. You get to make predictions, sport, have fun. And then you don't come it's back. It's so wide open, man. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and I could go on a whole entire rant about the NFL, but like you can't do the same thing in the NFL. I'm sorry. You can't. Yeah. This is, a, this is the greatest sport. It's, 
it's at its absolute peak. Like we said, we're about to walk out of normalcy, but you know, a change of normalcy is not always a bad thing, but we're seeing something we're, we're watching a freaking hall of famer walk into the coaching realm, take over power five team and take over the entire sport. Like this, we're just seeing the coolest things, man. It, it, yeah. I love this sport. There's nothing else better than it. We can, we, it's just, it's unbelievable. People, and I mean, people will say it's bad for the college football brand, but it's not, it's, it's really not. Best thing ever. I'm sorry. You're a hater at that point. <laughs> yeah. You're, like there is no reason to say that it's, I knew it's it, it, there's this whole idea of that. Everything has to develop. Everything has to grow. And this is the new realm. Dabo Sweeney can cry about the transfer portal. All he wants. He can cry about players getting paid it's we have to adapt it's we a new have. it's a new age in college football and i mean it should have honestly been that way from the first place so that way these it, it didn't have to be this big like talking point for right. talking heads uh, everywhere like the right. nil thing the, the, like, the giant manzel thing should have never happened man I and mean, you watch that documentary and you watch you see just how complicated it had to be for a guy when it really you do a couple different fixes early on in the college football process not a problem nope but hey we're not we're not the guys in charge <laughs> yeah they're, they're, we're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're just here to talk about what exactly. goes on <laughs> I, fill the air thank you for listening to the engage a podcast subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify Podcasts. make sure to follow the twitter at engage a podcast and the instagram engage a podcast as well